Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Morning Dump, a fantasy baseball podcast. Hey, we're at the 20th episode of the show. Fired up. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me. I know my guy Brian would be hyped about this. And you all have him to thank if you've been enjoying the content. If you don't know who I'm talking about right now, go back and check out the preamble. He's who this whole brand is in honor of. Love you, buddy. We all miss you. Now let's get on to the Week 12 report. How about some recent action heading into Sunday's games? The Astros came into the boogie down Bronx this past Thursday for an exciting series. Yanks took the first game, which led to their 15-game home win streak with an epic comeback in the bottom of the ninth, down three, as Big Dick Hicks rocked a three-run shot shortly after followed by the judge walk-off. Astros took the next two, ending that home game win streak for the Yanks with some outstanding pitching. Verlander went seven innings with just one earned run, securing the W. And in the next one, Javier went seven innings with no earned runs, just one walk, and 13 Ks, leading to the combined no-no with Hector Neris and Ryan Presley. Should be a fun finale Sunday afternoon. Big shout-out to Miami's John Bertie, member of last week's Pump List. He posted three more steals this week heading into Sunday, and he now leads the league with 21, followed by Jorge Mateo and J-Rod at 19. This guy is just doing outstanding things. I mean, over the past 30 days, he's stolen 19 bags. Compare that to the next best, still just eight. And he's more than just a runner, batting 290 with a 390 OBP. Still under just 50% in ESPN. Worth adding in all formats. Another shout-out I want to give Shane Mac Daddy McClanahan might be the most valuable pitcher in baseball right now. He's leading the league in both ERA and WHIP at a 1.81 and .85 respective. Outstanding. I mean, the guy was coming off the board around a draft position of 100 or later in most leagues. Mac Daddy, props to you, sir. Last week, we saw Otani go out and post what some folks are saying the most impressive back-to-back games in MLB history. He went three for four the first night with two homers and eight RBIs, and then he came out the next night and pitched eight innings with a career-high 13 Ks, just two hits, one walk, and the W. Our guy is definitely creeping on Judge for the AL MVP favorite right now. Judge is even money, last I saw on FanDuel while Otani is a close second at plus 350. After that, you're looking at Trout and and Co. who are plus 1,000 or higher. Sadly, one of the NL MVP favorites goes down, Bryce Harper, indefinitely, taking a Blake Snell 97-mile-per-hour heater inside, fracturing his thumb. Think it's still unknown at this point in time, Sunday afternoon, if he needs surgery or not. But again, he's out indefinitely. He looked pissed at the time, but no bad blood there. Snell apologized after the game, and Harper came out and said they've been going head-to-head since they were 10 years old. Pretty cool, I didn't know that. But Harper told him, keep throwing that fastball, man. 
inside because it sets up the slider real well. And other Philly news, Mark Apple, former number one pick in the 2013 MLB draft. At 30 years old now, he just got his first call up to the base. Wholesome moment. Apple had some struggles living up to the hype, also dealt with a lot of injuries, and he was never able to replicate his outstanding college numbers up in the minors. Some 2018, bro was ready to hang up the cleats. But something inspired him to give it one last go returning in 2021, and this year he's transferred to a relief role in the minors and put up some of his best numbers yet in AAA. That's to the likes of a 5-0 record, 161 ERA and 929 whip across the 28 innings he's pitched. Fate would have it, he's finally getting his shot to show what he can do in the bigs. Congrats to Mr. Apple. A genuine reminder that it's never too late to pursue your goals or take the road less traveled. Reminds me of my mom. After raising two kids of her own, Shout out to her for pursuing her dreams of helping people. She opened up a small business called Salt of the Earth Center for Healing. Check it out in Chestnut Ridge, New York, an all-natural therapeutic home for healing. Maybe we'll get a sponsorship out of this, huh? Now let's get on to the streams of the week. Monday, June 27th, looking at Tyler Wells of Baltimore at Seattle. 15% on Yahoo, 13% ESPN, and 26% CBS. Tyler Wells quietly putting together a great season. 3.34 ERA, 1.10 whip. Over his past five starts, three of which were quality, he's sporting a 4-0 record, 2 ERA, and 1 whip. Three of those five games, they came against Boston, Cleveland, and Toronto, too. Baltimore's putting up some runs on the board lately. They've now won 10 out of their last 14 games after taking three in a row against the White Sox. Wells also has a respectable arsenal. That changeup has guys batting 184 with a 122 expected average. His slider, one of the fastest in the league at 87.1 miles per hour, has guys batting 200. It's his most often thrown heater where he gets into trouble with a 282 average and a 383 WOBA. But he's a solid play for Monday. Honorable mention real quick. Tyler Wells' opponent on Monday, George Kirby, criminally on their own in ESPN leagues at just 30%. I mean, really, that's a crime. <laughs> Get this guy on your roster, ESPN people. Dude's a top prospect for a reason, and he has performed so far in the bigs. Tuesday, June 28th, Devin Smeltzer of Minnesota pitching at Cleveland. 15% Yahoo, 12% ESPN, 25% CBS. Smeltzer has Cleveland's numbers so far this season, and he's got a rematch against them this week. Last week, he ran them for six innings pitched, no earned runs, no walks, just three hits, three Ks, and a W. In his 2022 season debut, he also faced them tossing five innings pitched, one earned run, two walks, two hits, and two Ks. Excuse me, three hits and two Ks. His expected stats don't suggest that he will keep up the 305 ERA and 106 whip that he's posted all year. But I like rolling him out this week for another go at Cleveland. 
Another honorable mention here, one of last week's streamers of the week, Keegan Thompson of the Cubs, also has a nice matchup against Cincy. He showed up last week at Pitt, and he's now sitting on a 7-2 record, 3-1 ERA, 1-1-5 whip, with 55 Ks and 61 innings. Remains under 50% owned on all platforms. Wednesday, June 29th, looking at Paolo Espino of Washington at Pittsburgh. Flying under the radar entirely, 2% owned on Yahoo, 1% ESPN, and 1% CBS. Paolo's been deployed mostly as a reliever this season. He's now made three straight starts and looks at a favorable matchup this week at Pittsburgh. He's had no blowups this year, not letting up more than two runs in any outing since April 12th, leading to his 2-2-1 ERA and 1-1-1 whip. He's well above average with a 5.5 walk percentage, 3.38x ERA, and 288x WOBA. And as they often are with streamers, the Ks will likely be light. But he dropped 5 Ks in 5 innings versus Philly two starts ago. A guy owned this low makes for a very sneaky, reliable play for ratios and a W on Wednesday. Honorable mention for Wednesday, and a pump if you will. Mike Clevenger is down to 59% owned in ESPN leagues, facing Arizona on Wednesday. That's a tragic 59% ownership number. I could see justifying the drop in very shallow leagues. I actually had to myself in an eight-man league, and I I was not happy about it. But 41% of leagues are not shallow. And there are a handful of guys around that ownership percentage that I would dump immediately for Clev. I'm talking Trevor Rogers, Eduardo Rodriguez, Alex Wood, Ramon Marquez, Merrill Kelly. Easy dumps for me. I think the folks who gave up on Clev this early, they're going to regret it. Clev still posted some solid numbers, and he's been dealing with injuries so far this season. If he stays healthy the rest of the way, you're looking at an elite starter. Thursday, June 30th, Graham Ashcraft of Cincy pitching at Chicago Cubs. 21% Yahoo, 12% ESPN, all the way up to 47% on CBS. And you're about to hear why. Since his debut, Ashcraft has posted four strong games, followed by two where he got hit hard, and then in his lucky number seventh last week, he bounced back in style. The latest, Sam Fran. He had his deepest outing of the year with eight innings pitched, eight Ks, six hits, one earned run, and no walks for the W. Guy throws the fastest cutter in the game at 97.4, and it is filthy. All across the board, he's got some phenomenal numbers. 4.4 walk percentage, 58.5 ground ball percentage, 3.27 ERA with a 3.18 X ERA, 3.73 FIP with a 3.66 X FIP, 279x Woba, and just a 1.1 whip. In short, the guy is good. And I'm very curious to see how this rotation is handled with the return of Lodolo. It's hard to imagine Ashcraft is going to be the one to get the boot. But you got Castillo, who's a high-trade candidate. Hunter Green, maybe he could use a little time in the minors to figure things out. Mike Miner has not been good at all since his return to the bigs. 
but seems like older fellas often get a looser leash when it comes to bad performances. So we'll see what happens. But owned at 21% on Yahoo and 12% on ESPN, Ashcraft is a steal. Go get him. Friday, July 1st, Josh Winkowski of Boston at Chicago Cubs as well. 11% on Yahoo, 12% on ESPN, 13% on CBS. After getting knocked around a bit in his debut, Josh has come back strong with three straight wins across the stretch with a 2.12 ERA, 1.18 whip, and 17 innings pitched. For the record, two of those three wins, they came against Oakland and Detroit, leaving in question as to how he would fare in his latest outing against Cleveland, but he showed up. The ERA, XERA, FIP, and XFIP, all consistent in the mid-threes, and he's 12th in the league with a 56.7 ground ball percentage. Seems he'll have a few more opportunities to prove himself, as Eovaldi and Whitlock's returns have been delayed a bit. I like his chances in this one, and he's a great stream owner that low. Saturday, Brady Singer of Kansas City at Detroit. 25% Yahoo, 12% ESPN, and 41% CBS. Big fan of Singer. He had a few rough ones lately, but he's still sporting solid numbers on the season. His 374 XERA and 323 XFIT both show improvement coming to his current 434 ERA. He's ranked 23rd in the league on both ground ball percentage and walk percentage at 53.8 and 4.8 respectively. He's also 11th place in the league on his called strike plus whiffs percentage at 32.4, making guys miss. Since his return to the bigs, he's gone eight straight qualifying for the win three of which have been quality, including the latest where he pitched into the ninth. Got a little unlucky, though. Anyway, solid pick among the options for a Saturday stream. Roll him out with confidence. And Sunday, July 3rd, looking at Jose Quintana of Pittsburgh at Milwaukee. 12% on Yahoo, 10% ESPN, 18% CBS. For the record, the two gents I mentioned earlier in Wells and Smeltzer are facing off against each other on Sunday. And if you're in a weekly league or you're working with limited moves, I'd stick with them over Quintana. But just to throw you one more option for Sunday, Jose is an interesting pick. He's quietly posted a 3.60 ERA, 3.71 FIP, and 3.76 XFIP on the year. The one three one whip it's a little high, but over his past eight starts, he's only issued one free pass in six of them and two walks in the other two. Brewers, they're a scary team, but he did have one of his better outings of the year against them earlier on with five innings pitched, one earned run, four hits, no walks, and nine Ks, his most Ks in a game in 2022. He's had some other great games this year, too, against elite competition. For example, blanking both the Dodgers and the Padres. Quintana, decent option if you need one on Sunday. Now let's get into a little pumper dump. Isaac Paredes. Tampa Bay. Second base and third base eligible. 17% Yahoo, 8% ESPN. Not a big average or OBP guy 
But this man does have a big bat. He's slugging 579 across his 95 at-bats this year, which, if qualified, would rank 8th in the league between Harper and Alonzo. His 10 homers across the stretch are pacing Judge, Alvarez, and Shrout, with roughly one per 10 at-bats. Granted, five of them came in the past week, but if you need some power, seems you'll find it in Isaac. Next up, Jaron Duran of Boston. Outfielder. 15% Yahoo, 5% ESPN. The number 25 prospect on the 2021 Top 100 list. Duran's now slashing 319, 373, and 489 through his first 47 at-bats in the bigs. With four swiped bags, six extra base hits among his 15, and eight runs and three RBIs, kid's got some solid potential to help you across the board in both category and points leagues. Give him a look. Another Boston man I want to pump, middle reliever Joe Schreiber. 18% Yahoo, 5% on ESPN. Through his 22.2 innings pitched on the year, dude is sitting on a .79 ERA and, and a .66 whip. That's with over a K per inning with 27 Ks so far. But I bring him up because he's got 13 holds. And I just wanted to show how easy it is to find holds in free agency. I often see people on Reddit asking, ah, should I trade this guy for a middle reliever? To me, never worth it. There are guys all over free agency, hidden, with great ratios who rack up holds like Schreiber. few other guys, around a 2 ERA, 1 whip, and around 10 plus holds. Drew Smith of the Mets, Dennis Santana of Texas, Anthony Bass of Miami, Dylan Tate of Baltimore, and Jason Adam of Tampa. All these guys are under 20% owned, and if holds are counted in your league... Looking for some good ratios? There you go. Give them a look. And lastly on this week's pump, Jose Trevino, New York Yankees catcher. Man deserves a little attention. 17% Yahoo, 8% on ESPN. Here's one for the Salvi owners who lost him last week. Assuming all the catchers in the range of Heim, Rutschman, William Contreras, those guys are taken... Along with Moreno of last week's pump list, Trevino is the other catcher I'm looking at under 30% owned. He's been nothing short of solid this year with a 277, 331, 462 slash line. He's hit some clutch home runs and other shots, at least for one of the Yankee walk-offs this year I remember offhand. He's got six homers across his 119 at-bats. And this guy is a solid option to get you by at the catcher position if you need one. Definitely won't hurt you in average, and shouldn't kill you either sitting around an 800 OPS. That's going to be all for week 12, folks. Hit me up on Twitter or IG anytime, at MorningDFantasy. Questions about ad drop or trade advice, I got you. Let me know who you want to hear on next week's Pump or Dump episode. I'll be making a Reddit post about Pump or Dump for folks who want to get in the conversation. Might even start my own Morning Dump website to post all the content like my trade chart, which is getting updated in July. I'll have a comment section in there to get some more interaction going with you guys. But if that's something you want to see happen, 
you got to hit me up. It's a done deal if I hear from you. Good luck in week 12, everybody. And remember, can't have your coffee without the morning dump. <laughs>